0: Hello. Hello, welcome to another episode of Talking Weather. Today, I wanted to talk about pressure systems and wind, and basically how these, how these things work in a kind of a general context. So basically, wind, it always flows from high pressure to low pressure. It's always, wind is basically the atmosphere trying to equalize itself. It's trying to equalize um, the difference in between high pressure and low pressure. And so when you have a really strong pressure gradient, what that means is you have a very high difference in pressure in a very um, small amount of space in between a high pressure system and a low pressure system. So you'll notice on the image for this episode... um, it's uh, basically made up of lines, which are those pressure lines, the difference in between high pressure and low pressure. And you'll notice in this image that we are looking at Western Europe, and we see here that there is um, a high pressure system southwest of spain and portugal so it's sitting right southwest of spain and portugal and then if you look further to the north right um over when you look up towards england to the uk you see this low pressure system and so you see these colors and these colors like the darker these colors the tighter the pressure gradient and, you know, the, the tighter the isoline, so it means the pressure is changing in a very um, small space, relatively small space here. So that means really strong wind. When you see these shades of red and purple, that's very, very strong wind. Uh, so green is already kind of like a, a mild breeze. And then you get into yellow and orange, that's moderate wind. You get into red, that's heavy, that's... Those are high winds. You get in the purple, those are very high winds. So you're seeing very high winds where you have tight pressure gradients here, particularly right uh, north of Spain and Portugal here, right north of the Spanish and the Portuguese coasts. You see uh, the northern coasts. You see this this very strong, essentially almost like a low-level jet of wind, is really strong wind south of this low pressure system that's approaching the UK. Now this this imagery is from a few days ago, this imagery is when I originally um, was uh, went to <coughs> put together this episode, the outline for this episode, but anyways it just shows uh, this concept that I'm talking about in terms of the, the difference between the high pressure and low pressure and how the wind flows from high pressure to low pressure um now you know wind can have very damaging effects on trees, safety, power lines. So whenever you're in a weather event with very strong winds, also advisable to not, you know, of course not everyone is able to be inside, you know, people the unfortunately people that end up getting killed by falling trees or people that are out working um and they don't have a choice they're just caught in the wrong place at the wrong time um and you know these tragedies happen um and we've unfortunately had quite a few of these tragedies in the bay area this winter uh it's been a very very wet very stormy winter which has been good on some end you know for the soil and everything of course it's been very good and for, for snowpack it's been good but unfortunately it has caused Fatalities as well, because um, we just get so much at once, and, and the wind is what really um, caused a lot of problems with a lot of these storms. Um, anyways, uh, the, there is also something called the Coriolis effect, and you'll notice that uh, in the map that um, in the map for this episode, the winds are circulating. Uh, a- Around the low pressure, they'll circulate around the low pressure systems in North America in a counterclockwise flow and in a, the high pressure systems in a, a clockwise flow. And um, in the southern hemisphere, it's the opposite. It's clockwise around the low pressure and counterclockwise around the high pressure. But the reason we have uh, this, fl- the these clockwise counterclockwise flows is because of something called the Coriolis effect and that has to do with the earth's uh, rotation the fact that the, the earth is spinning uh, it is rotating as we speak that is what causes that that's why it's not a straight line from high pressure to low pressure because if we didn't have the Coriolis effect it would be a straight line but we have a Coriolis effect we have the earth is, is constantly spinning so that's why we have these kind of um situations where the the wind will rotate around the uh, pressure systems. Um, so wind pa- just to close off this episode now, I just wanted to talk about wind patterns that are associated with fronts and storm systems. like what what you can usually expect when you have um, say a cold front or a warm front approaching your area? So if you're in the northern hemisphere and you're right ahead of a cold front, you're usually gonna have, um, and it depends on where the cold front is coming from. If the cold front is coming from the west, you'll have pretty much south winds, straight south winds ahead of the front because of the Coriolis effect and where the low pressure system is gonna be. You, you know, usually dragging the front from from the top, from up above. So usually gonna have westerly winds I mean sorry southerly winds with that configuration now if the cold front is coming more from the north you might have more west southwest winds because the low pressure system is going to be in a different location and the circulation of the winds is going to um, be more prone to south southwest winds in that prefrontal period now once the front passes if it's passing from the west you're going to have mostly westerly winds on the backside, west northwest perhaps. If it's passing from the north, you're going to have mostly northerly winds after that frontal passage. Um, and those northerly winds are what bring in the much colder, drier air from Arctic regions if we're talking about the northern hemisphere. If we're talking about the southern hemisphere, cold fronts usually approach from the southwest direction mostly in Argentina and then in Brazil usually they it's more of a southerly direction with most fronts Um, and that's what it was like in Sao Paulo when I lived there so in these cases you usually have the very warm prefrontal winds coming from the Amazon region Um, usually west northwesterly northwesterly winds for Sao Paulo itself um, and it will get really warm and you know it'll be maybe 90 fahrenheit 32 celsius and then the next day cold front comes in from the south the winds shift to south southeast they start bringing cooler moist air off of the ocean and also uh, a much cooler air mass which is originating from polar regions um, from southern argentina patagonia region So it's much colder air. And so then the temperature will, will, the high temperature might only be 60 Fahrenheit, 16 Celsius, where it was super hot the day before. And then now people are all in sweaters and stuff. And especially in uh, places like Brazil, where it doesn't usually get very cold very often. And especially you have the wind combined with that. And people usually don't have heating in their homes there. Um, It, people will um, tend to wear a lot of layers if they're able to. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't even have a lot of layers. So um, it can it can be a problem. Um, but anyways, um, that's all I have to say today about wind. Um, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.